Market View on Money FM 89.3. Welcome back to Market View here on Money FM 89.3. As I mentioned, this has been a bit of a roller coaster month for the Straits Times Index that saw a blistering start to the year of a tiger wiped out in the last two days. In fact, these rising tensions between Russia and Ukraine that has resulted in military action and conflict and Russia attacking certain assets in Ukraine has now driven markets across the world down and pulling the STI back below that 3,200 level. To recap, the harrowing, uh, the interesting and also very wild month of February today, we are joined once again by the folks at Azure Capital. David Chow, who's a vice president of Azure, joins us now on the line to help us talk to talk to us about how markets have moved and what he's watching and how he's viewing all of these recent uncertainties. David, thank you so much for joining today. Welcome to the show, sir. I hope you're doing well and at least catching your breath after the very tumultuous Thursday session we've seen. Good afternoon, sir. Hi, JP. Good afternoon to you and uh, good afternoon to all the listeners out there. Uh, indeed, uh, it's been a very hectic uh, few weeks uh, for me and the market, really. Okay, yeah, and again, the very eventful. I was going to say it's an eventful month for the SCI, but really, the last two days has been rather harrowing. If you're an investor, we saw the start of the year of the tiger, of course, breaching not one but two key levels in blistering fashion. Then the last two days, really seeing all of that wiped away because of what's going on between Russia and Ukraine. Give us mm-hmm. your first-hand impressions of how February has been for you, and actually, if the month has kept you on your toes. Actually, forget that. Tell us what you made of the last two days in the market sell-off. Well, uh, I mean, if you look at the bigger picture of what has happened in month, well, this month has really been a month of two halves for me with uh, you know, SDI, as you rightfully pointed out, between key psychological levels at 3,300. You know. uh, I mean, it fell 3.5 today, as we all know, with the unfolding of the invasion of Ukraine. Uh, I mean, it's not a surprise to see sentiments of the local stock market being dented by this Russian-Ukraine tensions. Um, you know, with STR rallying to a high earlier this month, you know, this somehow makes it, you know, more compelling for investors uh, who are looking for reasons to either take profit or cut losses on the stock they hold. Therefore, you know, the 3.5% loss of the STI for today is not really, um, you know, unexpected. Uh, from the way I see it, uh, the crisis in Ukraine, you know, has really been an overhang on financial markets for a few weeks now. But, uh, you know, prior to today, I don't think, you know, the market has, you know, fully priced, uh, you know, these possible actions uh, into the uh, in the in various indices yet. So, you know, hopefully with the start of the invasion, we are going to see it being priced in. Um, so what we are seeing now are probably the first initial waves. Um, economically, our own assessment is that uh, the risk is low at this moment from the standpoint of economic contribution because, you know, Russia accounts for nearly 2% of global GDP. A bigger threat uh, that the market should take note of will be on the surging oil prices, which is, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's about $107 per barrier. So, you know, as tension in UK continue, continues to linger on, you know, STI could possibly test uh, 3100 until there is uh, further clarity. All right. You know, I was going to bemoan the STI losing its grip of 3,400. But again, a lot of this unexpected. But looking forward, these issues might uh, not resolve themselves in the next couple of days, David. In fact, they could even get worse if uh, the U.S. and some other allies decide on even sterner action. And if this does lead, dare I say, to all-out war. I mean, how bad could things get for the markets if things actually deepen? Or could we see the sell-off actually be more short-lived than some of us fear? I guess your guess is as good as mine uh, as we un- un- wait for, you know, 
possible actions by the allies and you know any other uh, parties etc i believe the index uh, if you look at the uh, the level at which it is now versus uh, what it was you know before covid-19 um, i believe it's a function of a reflection of resilience by earnings growth coming through for the uh, constituents of the index and uh, basically investors willingness to look beyond the pandemic when it, when it first started in 2020 so if we recall, um, you know, the STI earnings forecast was actually being revised downwards a very steep 41% in 2020, you know, but yet the STI rally, as we all know. So in uh, 2021, this earnings forecast for the entire year was uh, positive 50%. So, uh, you know, we are in the midst of reporting season so far and, you know, results from the companies have been quite decent so far. So, I mean, um, you know, what is going to sustain the index going forward will be, of course, you know, how external developments unfold in this case. All right. I, um, I, very interesting that you also mentioned a while ago, and it's crucial to highlight this for our listeners, that a commodity price, especially oil and gas prices, could get hit really hard should things escalate in the, in, and turn for the worst, especially given Russia is such a key producer of both oil and natural gas. I do want to talk about inflation now, David. As we know, inflationary pressures, even here in Singapore, rising a lot of this also on the back of surging energy prices. If things get even worse there, could inflation show up in an even more meaningful way, um, not just for everyday Singaporeans, but also in the report cards or the margins of companies that are just coming out of the recent earnings season now? Well, uh, for me, I think uh, the uh, chances for higher inflation is always on the cards and to a certain extent, it has been priced into the market and a lot of market participants from whom I've interacted with, you know, they have all agreed already, you know, I mean, months ago that we are going to see higher inflation on the cards. As uh, to be more specific now on the companies that uh, I've interacted with, uh, you know, most of them have actually assured me that uh, they are going to contain the cost as, as much as possible without actually passing on the cost to the end consumer. So, I mean, if in the event they are unable to do that, uh, you know, we might see a hit on their revenue as, you know, invest as uh, their end clients, end customers possibly, you know, pay back on their purchases, uh, etc. But uh, as things are looking for now, uh, you know, they are still managing their costs very tightly. Mm-hmm. Resuming to David Chow, Vice President of Reserve Capital here in Money FM 89.3, assessing the month that was for Singapore markets. Of course, David, we have to talk about the uh, much uh, the uh, the uh, much-awaited budget statement that was released last Friday, which already seems like it was... Uh, months ago because of all of these fast-moving developments. But we have to talk about the budget and also a fair amount of surprises, particularly on the tax front. Um, GST, of course, was staggered and pushed back a bit. But we saw other adjustments to other taxes like luxury cars, property taxes also adjusted. Um, Talk to us about your impressions of the tax revisions and how this might reshuffle things perhaps for Singapore stocks and who might stand to benefit or get hit. All right. Um, I mean, certainly it's a pleasant surprise to see the GST increases being staggered over two years. So, you know, as such, uh, this may actually mitigate some of the outward uh, inflationary pressure, you know, build up, you know, in relation to your earlier questions. Stock-wise, um, well, I think I'm looking just a little bit closer at uh, retail stocks uh, such as uh, Fraser, Centerpoint Trust, Untech REIT, uh, you know, in view of, you know, um, Customers, you know, front-loading their purchases ahead of the GST increases. Um, I mean, we might also see a boost in, you know, bigger ticket, ticket items uh, ahead of the first hike, uh, which could, you know, benefit discretionary 
retail trade, luxury retail goods, you know, and jewelry and watches. So if this happens, uh, perhaps the likes of uh, Starfield Global REITs uh, residing in Orchard could benefit. So, you know, retail stocks uh, is certainly, you know, one to watch, uh, at least in the short to medium term. All right. And just very quickly, David, how do you, what do you make of the property tax adjustments that seem to have also caught a lot of people off guard? Could this raise new questions for property developers and REITs, especially those that are non-owner occupied? All right. Uh, I mean, from a sentiment point of view, um, I believe the property developers and the property agencies have, have actually more to lose than the REITs. So why why is that so? So if we recall, uh, it was only in December last year that uh, that we heard uh, announcement of higher revisions to the uh, ABSD rates and you know tightening of uh, DTSR were announced. So you know coupled with the revision to higher property taxes now for you know non-owner occupied, I believe well this uh, triple whammy to sentiment could actually cloud the performances of uh, property stocks. You know, um, I do recognize that, you know, while some could argue that uh, increases in property tax for investment properties, you know, should be expected. Uh, well, the notable rise in property tax rates for owner-occupied occupied homes uh, is actually a negative surprise. So this as a whole could actually, you know, weigh on the sector itself. And uh, based on our cal- calculations, uh, you know, for owner-occupied homes, uh, the impact could actually vary depending on the annual values being assessed. But the future outflow from you know paying property taxes could be in the north of 15 plus percent. All right, David Chow, Vice President for Azure Capital, thank you so much for joining us today on Money FM 89.3 to discuss the outlook on the month that was for Singapore markets and also the impact of the recent days that saw the SGI wipe out those gains in spectacular fashion. David, always a pleasure, and I hope you're staying safe and well uh, wherever you are. Thank you so much, and good afternoon, sir. Thank you so much for your time and for inviting me, JP. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.